You guys enter the factory through a set of double doors into a sort of airlock space. That is, there's doors behind you now and doors in front. The doors behind you close and you press on. When you open up the second set of doors, you find yourselves looking at essentially that scene from Willy Wonka where they're walking around the candy garden. I assume you guys have all seen that. What, the movie? Yeah, Lowry, the first movie with Gene Wilder. No, I actually didn't see that. You didn't see Willy Wonka? No, Elvis, I did not see Willy Wonka. But it's a classic, dude. I mean, Lowry, how do you not see Willy Wonka? Because, Mason, my parents were concerned it wasn't appropriate for kids. Oh, because of all the murders? Who doesn't really murder them, Mason? I mean, they're all fine in the end. Yeah, he puts the grape girl in a squisher and he just squishes the berry juice out of her. Well, it was more like they were worried about the sexual undertones. The what? Okay, I didn't see the movie with Gene Wilder or the one with Johnny Depp, but I did read the book, so bear with me. As I understand it, Willy Wonka is a single adult man who lives alone with a bunch of other little men, and then when he gets lonely... He lures children to his factory with candy. Oh. Did your parents not see the movie? Because he's, he's like killing the kids. It's more of a slasher. Yeah, than yes, a- Paul. I believe they would call that a snuff film. I would say that you're ruining a good childhood movie. But you know, they had that whole scene in the tunnel with like the centipedes crawling on the lady's face or whatever. Again, I have no idea what you're talking about. I guess I can kind of see where they were coming from. Okay, well, Lowry hasn't seen the movie, so I guess I'll explain it. All right, so- It's like a big park, but it's made entirely out of, uh, well, in this case, it's actually not candy. It's slick and kind of plasticky, and it is a little bit sticky. But tempted as you are to reach out and taste a leaf off of one of these sort of plasticky-looking trees, you find out it's not sugar, it's some kind of bitter stuff. Ugh, boy. I suppose sugar wouldn't make good building material, but what do you suppose this is? Go up and give a leaf off the tree a lick. Again, it's kind of sour and a little salty. Um, well, I don't know what to make of this. Oh, I know exactly what this is. You know, in chemistry, they used to taste to tell whether or not something was acidic or not. If it's sour, that means it's acid. You know what that means? That's a byproduct of the soda that they sell the kids. That is tooth poison right there in your hands. You think that soda produces a solid waste product? Are you a soda chemist? I don't see your PhD. Well, of course, I wouldn't just carry it around. I'd put it up on my wall in my office. Well, that's ridiculous. I carry my dental license in my wallet at all times. Well, what if someone steals your wallet? I have multiple copies of my dentist license. People ask me to prove I'm a dentist all the time. It is ridiculous. I have no idea why. All that said, I don't see why you'd make an entire garden of waste product. Seems uh, expensive. Well, clearly Charlie Chonkless is insane. I guess he is a shut-in. Well, I'm just going to take a few photos. Uh, could someone eat one of the leaves and then make a face like, bleh, I hate this? Sure, I suppose I can do that. Just remember to sharpie out my eyes. This is spy work, you know. Oh yeah, no, it's not my first rodeo. I got it. Get out my camera. Eat a leaf and make an ugly face. Ugh! Oh, sure, just put that right back in your mouth right after I just told you why it shouldn't be in there. You don't even know what it is. You're a crap spy until you try it out. It could very well be toxic. You might have cancer now. That's the same thing they said about U-235. I barely noticed a thing. You're not swallowing it, are you? Well, I will, just to prove a point. It's bad enough it's touching your teeth. You don't have to swallow it. Well, apparently I do to prove to you that this is non-toxic. I take a bite. You bite into it. It is sour. It is kind of awful. You swallow it. It burns on the way down. There, see? Delicious. This, I am pretty sure, is how man invented chocolate. Did you know that's a poison, too? 
and a downright delicious poison. Are you sure you don't want to try some of these leaves? I think the taste grows on you. No, we are all of like five minutes in on this entire spy work and we're already distracted by scenic foliage. I mean, in fairness, like it's all indoors, so that is pretty notable. No, he's right. We're supposed to be looking for secret formulas. Uh, I mean, I was told to look for, like, genetic sampling and stuff like that. You know, I'm just going to take a couple of leaves. Mm, maybe some trimmings, I don't know. Paul, are there any apples or, like, seed pods or anything on these trees? Yes, in fact, it looks like the majority of these trees are sweet gums, so they have those little prickle balls. Get out a plastic bag and put a sweet gum seed in it. Sweet gum seed acquired! Ba 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 ba. Alright, look around. What else is around here? Well, down at the far end of the room, there's a sort of man-made canal of molasses. It drains off into a grate. The grate is too thin for you to fit through. It's open on the other end. Otherwise, it's mostly just various garden stuff made out of this horrible, sour crap, including a few benches and a lawn gnome. As you're inspecting, though, you notice that there's teeth marks on a lot of this stuff, as though something has been chewing at it. And you can follow the chewing. There's also a lot of scuff marks, especially over in that corner. Which, as you approach, you realize that what you at first thought was a large boulder is actually some kind of sleeping creature. It stirs a bit without waking up, kind of stretching out, and it appears to be some kind of large canine, but it's about the size of a grizzly bear. It's gray and has a few weird protrusions on its back which flutter as it kind of stretches, and it goes back into its sleeping position. Can I see this thing's teeth? Well, it's sleeping, and its mouth is closed, so not at the moment. So we're basically looking at a big, fat dog. Something like that, but this thing is definitely a lot more reptilian. What the heck is that? Well, my friend, it's a big, fat dog. I can tell you haven't seen a lot of big, fat dogs. I mean, yeah, but normally they have fur. No, this one's like one of those uh, Mexican cats, what do you call them? Chihuahuas. But they're all the same. When you've been in spy work long enough, you know that the one way to get rid of a dog is to throw a steak. Like a slab of meat? Do you have that on you? No, normally we get briefed on the dog ahead of time. I think I've seen one about twice this size in Siberia, though, not to worry. Well, it is clearly some kind of guard dog. Just to double check, does anyone have, like, an elephant gun on them or anything like that? Because this this animal is huge. It's fine. One shot between the eyes will bring it down. We're talking modern firearms here, friend. You have a small pistol that fits in your jacket pocket. The big reptilian dog stirs. It stretches out and yawns. You can see massive fangs on this thing. Are they clean? They are not. They're yellowed. They clearly haven't been cared for very much. You're not sure who's in charge of this dog, but they are not brushing its teeth. Oh my god. Get out my toothbrush. Uh, hold on there a minute, friend. Yeah, uh, where are you, where are you going with that? I live by a code. What kind of code is there for dentists? First, to help, or at least do no harm. Second, to brush your teeth. <laughs> Can I see your dental license just real quick? Okay, fine. Pull out my wallet, throw my license at him. Here, take it. I got like a hundred of them. Why does everyone always want to know if I'm a real dentist? The big dog creature kind of blinks. It looks like it's waking up. Leap up a tree, hide in the foliage, become one with nature. Uh, 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 jump behind a rock. Just stand perfectly in the open like I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, let me get hiding rolls from Lowry and Elvis. Here we go. Hiding. Okay, so the dog wakes up. Kind of gets oriented, sees Mason, and then jumps. Oh, God, it wasn't expecting you to be there. When it lands, it tackles her up, and it bares its teeth. It starts to snarl. Shoot it. All right, you just pull the trigger and shoot this thing in the face. Give me a damage roll. Take that, you ugly son of a reptilian bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, you shoot it, and then the bullet kind of glances off of its skull, and then it immediately lunges at you. 
unfortunately pinning you to the ground and it starts to bite at your legs. Oh, oh gosh, hell. Oh, your instincts are terrible. You should have gone for the throat. Elvis, run out with the toothbrush and start brushing its teeth. Hold still. This will be over faster if you don't struggle. This reptilian dog looks bewildered and terrified and is trying to avoid you. Stop biting me. Lowry, throw a smoke bomb from the tree. Smoke bomb. Poof. The smoke bomb explodes, enveloping everyone in a dark cloud. Now no one can see. Oh, well, thanks a million, Mr. Discount McNinja. This really helps. Mason, you're up again. Okay, take the grapple watch and just fire it. Whatever it hits, activate. Pull me away. All right, you point your watch blindly and fire the grappling hook. It hits something and it pulls. Give me strength on the grappling hook compared to this creature. Let's see. Here we go. All right, the creature tries to hold on, but winds up gripping only your pants for just a second. And then you're pulled away out of your pants, clear down the way into the molasses river on the other end. She took my pants. Actually, can someone check if it's a lady? I have a joke. It's dark. I can't see. I'm not even sure if I'm brushing the face. Okay, Elvis, you are right there touching this thing. It it goes for you. It bites. Uh, You can feel it actively trying to catch you. It misses, though. Uh, Okay, on second thought, I'm going to go with your plan. Kill the thing, and then I'll brush the teeth. First check if it's a lady. I don't know. I have a funny joke, but it only works if she's a lady. Run towards Mason's voice. You run through the garden and reach the edge of the molasses river. Lowry. Just hold tight. Nothing's noticed me yet. Everything is fine. The lights go down. You guys look up, and there's an observation deck looking over this entire area. A small group of tiny four-armed men troop out in perfect marching order and then look down at you guys. They start to dance. What the heck is going on up there? Mason, you're up. Shoot blindly into the cloud. Bang! Bang! You're pretty sure you're not hitting. How much ammo do you have in that thing? How many times did I shoot? Was that three or four? I wasn't counting! Well, I still have a ways to go then. All right, the creature stumbles out of the cloud of smoke. It is coughing and sputtering. Its nose seems to be pretty sensitive. Uh, all right, hop down out of the tree and then get to another tree closer to Mason and Elvis. What are you doing? Just stay in your tree! I want to be close to you guys, though. The little man in the glass observation box are doing a synchronous dance. You can't hear what they're singing, but they're singing something. Well, I think they're just making fun of us now. Would you please get out of the molasses? It is mostly just sugar in there. You know, I don't appreciate you bashing me around. You are pantsless, and you are laying down in molasses. Actually, Paul, how deep is this molasses river? Yeah, am I, like, drowning? Uh, no, sorry. It's only, like, knee-deep. Okay. Uh, you are lying pantsless in a molasses river. Clearly you need help. I need help. Obviously you're the one who needs help. It is not a mental illness to be passionate about your work. If it seems like mothering, then so be it. I'm sure that mothering is what made you this crazy. That is not true. My mother was institutionalized for reasons not statistically correlated to my problems. The beast aligns itself and then lunges towards Elvis. Abort, dive out of the way. And you dive into the molasses with Mason, away from the bite of this creature. Ah, just look at what- look at me, oh my god! Lowry, get out my hunting knife, and then leap from the trees onto the back of this creature. You jump onto the back of this bear-like creature, and then plunge your little hunting knife into its back, only to find that its body is well insulated from these kinds of attacks, because creatures of its own size are meant to fight with it. Well, I'd say this is how I expected to die, but really- Shoot the thing again. The bullets just bounce off. Either conserve your ammo or aim better. Look, you have anything besides a toothbrush and what, schizophrenia to contribute to this? Well, for your information, I have a few bricks of C4, but I am saving them. Larry, the creature bucks you off of its back. You fall into the molasses river, and then it stops at the edge and barks at you guys. Okay. 
Does it go in after us? No, it barks and it makes lunging motions at you and then kind of backs up and then approaches again and then it paces around and it barks and it barks and it barks. Okay. And there's just little men up above us dancing and singing a song that we can't hear. Yep, that is pretty much the size of what's going on right now. It it knows about the dangers of sugar. It won't go in the molasses because it cares for its teeth. Maybe it just doesn't like to get sticky. No, it's intelligent. It's an intelligent life form. Pick up a gob of molasses and then hurl it at the creature. It springs back and cries, then doubles barking even more angrily, but now scared. Up, 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 up. Molasses hurts the thing. It hurts all of us. Have you not been listening? I mean, it's physically melting the thing's skin. Maybe its skin is made of enamel. That would explain why your bullets are just bouncing off. I thought enamel couldn't grow back, which is why a cavity is forever. Uh, yes, uh, yes, yes, I know that. I didn't mean enamel, I meant dentin. So your theory is this thing is made out of pure dentin, and sugar just kills it outright. My theory is that this creature knows that molasses is bad for it, and it is averse to it. All right, and what's your theory on those dancing little men up there? Oh, them? I'm with you, I think they're making fun of us. So it seems. Paul, try to shoot one of the little men. Ping! Looks like the window is reinforced and the bullet bounces off. I already hate this place. Everything's impervious to my gun. I'm really more worried about the fact we've been compromised. We ought to bug out. Well, be my guest. You think you can outrun that dog? Mm, maybe covered in molasses I could. Well, I'm not going to get any more covered in molasses than I already am. The two of you can feel free to escape without me. Okay, hold on. Lay down, roll around in the molasses, get good and covered in it. Then climb up out. Does the dog try to bite me? No, it kind of hovers around you, makes lunging motions at you, barks, up, 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 but does not actually make contact with you. Okay, here I go. Splut, 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 splut. Go back to the door. Try to open it. It's locked. All right, I can pick a lock. Funny thing about that, you go to pick the lock and you discover that it is magnetically sealed. Oh. Okay, go back to the river. Splut, 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 splut. Well, what did you find? It's a death trap. One way in, no way out, Roach Motel. Oh, <laughs> they think they've trapped me, but little do they realize... You came in with explosives. I have several yet, yes. Well, they'll probably yes. take action if they see you setting that up, so don't go throwing it around. Let them think they've won. Well, considering that the door seals behind us and this dog is clearly supposed to rip us apart, they've kind of won. Now, I've been cornered by big dogs before. There's always a way out. Paul, are there any ways out? Well, if you go against the flow of the molasses, the pipe that's pouring the molasses down here is open. Okay, and that's only like a knee deep. Yep. But there's a grate at the south end. Yep. Well, clearly the north end's a trap. I'm going to check the south end. You head down to the south end, and it looks like even if you could cut the grate away, the molasses is going pretty much straight down at a 90 degree angle. Well. You know, not that I want to be pessimistic. But I would like to point out that these pipes are really huge for the amount of molasses being pumped. I bet that pipe either gets smaller or it leads into a fire pit or something. Yes, I suppose we should assume we're being set up for failure. The question now is do we go along with it or do we check with Mr. C4 here? Well, as it so happens, I would be eager to set up the C4 now if this is as far as we can get. Even just blowing up the entrance sends a message. But if we could, I would like to get closer to the heart of the factory. Well, I think if we go the north way, we will get a little closer. Well then, onward, into an obvious trap. No way forward, but into the mouth of the sugary beast. You guys know that there's no other ways in or out of this building, right? That we know of, friend. I'd put money on underground tunnels for sure. Yeah, definitely, underground tunnels. Oh god, I hope so. I know it for sure. Onward march, men. 
March against the molasses you go. 